Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host and coach, Adam Pullman. In today's episode, we're talking about training your abs. Why should you do it and how should you do it properly? So we're going to be talking more about that. There is a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to training your abs. Some people say, that you shouldn't even bother doing it at all. At all. So is there any merit to that? We're going to be going in-depth on ab training today um, so you gain some clarity and know what to do when it comes to your training program and your abs. Now, if you have a question like this individual that you would like to have answered here on the show, you can easily do that by sending in your questions on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Twice a week in my story, I put a little question box up that says, ask me a question or ask me anything. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. And then what I'll do is I'll answer the question briefly there in the story, and then I'll take it here in the show and answer it in long form in uh, detail. I just had someone reach out this morning on Instagram because she was stoked that uh, her question was answered. It gave her a lot of insight and helped her make like applicable changes in, in her life to lead to greater results, which is really cool to hear. So that's how you can go ahead and get your question answered here on the show. Now, if you're new to me, if you're new to Pullman Fitness, if you're new to this show, thanks for being here, first of all. Um, but I want to make sure that you get some more exclusive content to help you out with your health and fitness. Perhaps you're somebody that has been working out for a while. <clears throat> Maybe you've been paying attention to your, to your food for a while, or you're doing both. Um, and you just feel like you're not getting the results that you feel like you should be, or you're stuck, or you're at a plateau, I want to make sure that you get some more um, content and valuable information to help you break past that and get the results that you that you are working so hard for. So if you relate to that whatsoever, and you want some more exclusive, valuable, free content, go ahead and message me on Instagram with content, and I will send those resources over to you. Um, would love to have you. It's what it is is a Facebook group, but um, it's it's where I do a lot of like lives. Um, I, I create a lot of different content than I usually do for the public in there. Just stuff that's more in-depth and more specific to help you get the results that you want. So go ahead and message me on Instagram with content, and I'll send you a link to that group so you can go ahead and uh, join our community. It's a great time in there. Now, uh, this episode is brought to you, well, it's not a sponsor, but is affiliated, I'm affiliated with, uh, Mir. Mir is an awesome company that makes great products that keep your drinks cold or hot. I have my cold brew in my um, cup right now, keeping it cold forever. And I'm trying to pace myself because I really enjoy it um, and I don't want it to go away. And I also understand that if I do chug it and I get like two more glasses, I'm going to be, I'll have a heart attack probably. So I definitely don't want that to be the case. But um, I put ice in there, <clears throat> I don't know, a few hours ago and it's still there uh, as it should with a cup like that. But it'll keep the ice in there for a long, long period of time. Anyway, it's good stuff. Great gift. Um, if you're someone that's in the, in the outdoors, uh, it's a great gift for people. Um, as they can keep their their drinks hot when they're out there and they're away from ways to to heat it up, whether it's a thermos or anything like that. But anyway, if you want 20% off of your order at Mir, go to mir.com, M-I-I-R.com, and use the code Adam Pullman20 
at checkout and you'll get 20% off of your order. That's how you utilize that big fat discount right there. Now, next thing is if you want more content, you want some free guides, you want some free articles, you can get that stuff absolutely free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Today's question is from Annalise3566. Question is, what's the point of doing ab workouts? Great question. Now, some of you might be like, that's a silly question it's to build your abs. Not a silly question at all. It's a really good question because there's a lot of... <clears throat> Um, confusing information out there on on uh, social media platforms, articles, all that good stuff. And one of those big things, one of those big pieces or statements, I should say, that oftentimes is misleading is this one. Your abs are contracted and being utilized in almost every single big compound lift that you do. So there is no point in utilizing your abs or, or, or excuse me, in doing ab, direct ab workouts. People will say, oh, during your squat, your core is engaged. Therefore, there's no point in doing things like leg raises, crunches, sit-ups, and stuff like that. Now, though I do see their their point, I could not disagree more. Um, with that same line of thinking, I could say, well, even though someone wants to develop their biceps, their biceps are used when doing back exercises. So there's, there's therefore no point in doing curls or anything like that whatsoever, right? But everybody would say, well, if that's silly. If you want to build and develop your biceps, you probably should be doing some sort of, of curl that could be beneficial for you. Kind of, kind of the same thing. So let's first explain why people say that. And then I'll kind of explain a little bit more about why I feel like that's, that's something I, I wouldn't subscribe to or why that's something that I, I would disagree with. So they're not wrong. When you're doing big compound movements, squats, deadlifts, overhead press, your core is definitely engaged. Your abs, your obliques, your transverse abdominals, all that stuff is engaged, keeping that tight to make sure that your spine is protected, to make sure that it's preventing you from injury, and to keep you strong and stable during that movement. If all of those muscles in that midsection in your core were to relax, you'd, you'd, you'd crumble. You'd be super weak. You'd have an injury. You'd fold over all that stuff, and we can't have that happening. So your muscles are definitely engaged there, usually with an isometric contraction. That just means your muscles are squeezed and they're staying in that one squeezed position, kind of like if you were doing a plank, right? Your abs are engaged, but they're not really flexing. Uh, they're not really contracting or lengthening during that movement. They're just staying in that one flex position. Same thing if you're doing a squat, overhead press, deadlift, all that stuff right? Your core is engaged. So people will then say, well, they're being engaged there. So there's therefore no need to, to build them. So it's true. They are being engaged, but that stimulus is not the same stimulus or demand that the abs would need in order to build and grow. It's just not. The, the work there is not direct, especially for the abs. It's not directly on the abs. They are sharing that load with other muscles and they are not only sharing that load with other muscles, but they are isometrically contracting, which we know it, when it comes to building muscle, it's going to be far better to do concentric and eccentric movements where the muscle is flexing, lengthening, flexing, lengthening, right? A bicep curl, a squat, a leg extension. The muscle is flexing, lengthening repeatedly under mechanic, under a, uh, under a load with time under tension. And that stress is going to those muscles as they are contracting. There is tiny micro damage happening. They need to build and repair. They build um, more muscle fibers, so on and so forth. Or, or I should say the muscle fibers get bigger and so on. That's how muscle is built, 
So <clears throat> if you're someone that is just interested in maintaining um, kind of where your abs are at, all that stuff, that's totally fine. You don't really need to do any direct ab work per se. However, I think there's way more benefit in doing it than not doing it at all. Okay, when you directly train your abs by doing resistance-based workouts that directly use your abdominals, reverse crunch, for example, decline leg raise, stuff like that, cable crunch, not only are you strengthening your abs, which will then carry over into other movements, but you are also causing some micro trauma to those muscles. You are putting them under tension, under or putting them under a load with tension as they are flexing and uh, lengthening which is going to cause them to grow and develop over time. And so if you're interested in having more ab definition, you're interested in having maybe like a six pack or having a different look to your abs, building your muscles there is extremely is an extremely important part of that process. Sure, losing body fat is extremely important there as far as getting leaner to create more definition. But if you're if you're super skinny and you don't have any muscle and you're super lean, you're just going to look like skin and bones. You're not going to look like you have any muscle definition. So building muscle there is important as well. So the point of doing an ab workout is not only to strengthen those muscles, but it's also to develop them as well. The same exact way you would want to do other movements to develop other muscles. You do bicep curls to develop your biceps. You do squats to develop your glutes and your quads. You do deadlifts to develop your hamstrings, your glutes, your back. The same exact concept. You're doing that direct ab work to strengthen those abs and build those abs, which can then lead to greater lifts because your abs are stronger, but also greater definition because your ab walls are thicker. You have more muscle there now. So that's the point of doing ab workouts. And I think that there's extreme value to be had there. And I, that's why I don't understand why people say, oh, well, they're just being worked in other movements, uh, but so you, therefore you don't need to worry about it. Now, a lot of this does come from um, women usually, especially people that do like figure and in, in, in bikini competitions, and they need to have a specific look and they don't want their abs to be too thick or too developed. Um, and there's a myth out there that it'll make your, your, your waist super thick. It's not true. Um, it'll actually make it look thinner because it'll, you'll be tighter and leaner down there, but it's beside the point. So I understand that for those specific circumstances, you don't want to have a super muscular looking physique. And therefore you kind of just ignore the ab stuff because your body needs to look a certain way and you're penalized if you have too much muscle there. Now that doesn't go to say if you do direct ab work, you're going to be some jacked person with a huge six pack. But what I am saying is if you are doing split squats to develop your glutes and you want to develop your abs, you best believe you probably should be doing some sort of direct ab work. It's, it's only going to be beneficial there. All right. You wouldn't apply that same logic that these people are saying and go, well, um, in, in my deadlift, um, my hamstrings are being worked, so I'm not going to do any sort of hamstring curls. My glutes are being worked, so um, I'm not going to do any sort of squats or split squats or anything like that. That's silly. That's silly. That line of thinking makes no sense, okay? It's basically saying like, oh, it's getting a little amount of work, therefore I'm going to ignore everything else and not give it a greater amount of work to get better results. It doesn't make any sense. So if you're someone that doesn't give a crap about developing your abs and you just want to have good like core stability and strength, by all means, you know, do stuff like planks and isometric holds. All that is good, like anti-rotational movements. Fantastic. But if you're someone that wants to be strong, be functional, have a good engaged tight core that is strong and, st and stable, and you want to have a physique that is, that's appealing and you want to have a six-pack, you want to have more developed abs, it would be beneficial for you to not only do those anti-rotational movements um, and those movements like planks 
and all that good stuff. But in addition to that, you would want to do direct ab work to further develop those muscles. All right. So at this point, I'm kind of just repeating myself. So I don't want to go any further, but I hope that brings some clarity. Now, as far as what you can do to get direct ab work in, I'll list a few exercises off. But the first thing I want to say is I alluded to it earlier. It's very important that you treat your abs like any other muscle group. Okay. You don't have like special muscle fibers that it's that are in your abs that are found nowhere else in the human body. Okay. So you need, if you want to build them, you need to treat them like any other muscle group. And what I mean by that is you are exposing them to resistance that is challenging and you are using the force of your abs contracting to fight against that resistance. And you're maintaining time under tension, under that load, under that resistance, as those muscles are contracting and relaxing in order to get them to grow. So there needs to be some resistance involved. You know, if you just do a hundred toe touches, that's likely not going to be a good enough stimulus for you to have them grow. It might make you them burn because they're constantly contracting over the course of minutes, but that doesn't mean they have a stimulus to grow. They need to fight against some sort of resistance. So for this, you know, since our, our abs are in the middle of our body, we can use a lot of our upper body and our lower body as resistance in and of itself without adding weight to make it extremely challenging. So if you were to go to a decline bench, for example, put your, ha- put your hands behind your head, you know, support yourself on that bench, however you want to hold it and slowly bring your ab, your, sorry, your legs to the ground and slowly use your, your abs to bring your legs up, not your hip flexors, your abs to bring your hips up. Your, that resistance is your whole lower body, all of your leg. And you can increase that resistance by making your legs straighter. You can decrease it by bending your knees more. But if you go slow and controlled and think of your lower body as the weight, as the resistance, you can get some great results from that. Another example would be flipping it around. You're doing a decline sit-up. You can increase the resistance by putting your hands you can, uh, at your chest and then maybe behind your head and then maybe arms up in front of, uh, like in front of, or um, which, over your head. You can increase the resistance that way. And then maybe you add a 10-pound plate to that. There's tons of ways you can add resistance. A cable crunch. Knees are on the floor. You're holding the straps next to your ears. You are crunching. You're slowly curling your spine, bringing your ribs closer to your pelvis, and your elbows are coming close to those knees, rounding your back. Your abs are fighting against that, that resistance, which is the cable stack that's attached to the pulley. So you need to be going against some sort of resistance. Those are some of my favorite exercises um, that use a resistance against those muscles. But the key here is making sure that not only you're doing the exercises, but you're doing them properly. Your abs are involved with bringing your pelvis closer to your ribs, your ribs closer to your pelvis. A lot of people do ab work. They keep their back straight and they fold and bend at the hips. They fold and bend at the hips, which is just your hip flexors. Okay. You need to focus on curling your spine by like, let's say, let's say we're doing that decline, um, leg raise, for example. Okay. Start with your, your, your knees over your hips. Keep your knees bent for now and start by slowly curling your pelvis up and in towards your ribs. Bring your lowest vertebrae off the bench, and then your next one, and then your next one, and your next one. You're slowly curling that spine. And if you do it slow and controlled, and you do it properly, this should be extremely challenging to get even like five good reps in. You're slowly bringing each vertebrae off the bench, and then on the way down, you're keeping those knees over your hips. You're slowly uncurling that spine, slowly bringing that pelvis back to its position, slowly putting each vertebrae back onto the bench. If you think about it, your legs, your legs, even when they're folded, that's a lot of resistance that those abs are fighting against. So anyway, those are some things that I recommend if you want to build your abs. Um, 
So that's the point of doing an ab workout to build, strengthen, and develop those ab muscles, right? Hope that helps in some way. If you want some more exclusive content on this stuff, on how to further enhance your results, get more out of your workouts, go ahead and message me on Instagram with workout, and I will send you a free resource inside of our Facebook group that gives you tips on how to get more out of your workout. All right. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom-tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast. <laughs>